Pickaxe. Welcome to the Review of Death, a Doctor Who podcast, your fortnightly home for all the latest news and reviews of the longest-running science fiction series in the world. Each episode will update you with what's happening in the world of Doctor Who. Is that not the most beautiful Doctor Who logo you have ever seen? Then we'll review an episode from Doctor Who's 60-year history, which we promise will be filled with lots of very serious discussions. This is the definition for Chumbly. Receiving a or taking now, I was going to say, do Louis through like weird weekends with different doctors. This lady over here just got you to sign her knickers from 1986. Yeah. Does that happen often? Yeah. <laughs> not mm. as often as I'd like. <laughs> and if that's not all, we'll have guest presenters, interviews, tier lists, and more. So join us, Matt and Billy, for the review of Death from Pickaxe, a chat about the greatest show in the galaxy. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for dropping into the cast party. Join the cast and crew as they are hoisted from their Hollywood film set into the crazy world of Dungeons and Dragons. And action! Haha, <laughs> what up, disco tits? I've got news for you. You've been too flashy. You're outshining your partner in every outing, and it's time to let them shine. It's time to make amends. Everyone's seen Gucci. Everyone's done with Versace. Explode into the limelight with that peasant villager chic. It's time to embrace Brown. It's time to make amends. Made with only the highest quality burlap material. You'll be scratchy, but you'll be dripping. With patchwork flyer than the rooster outside your window at 5am. It's time to abandon your alarm clock. It's time to make amends. This summer, you can be the first to make a statement by dressing muted. Stand out by dressing in the style that was thrown out centuries ago. It's time to return to serfdom. It's time to make amends. Amends is not responsible for any dripping caused by the material. If any dripping occurs, please consult a doctor immediately. Amends should not be worn by anyone that is pregnant or planning to become pregnant. Do not wash with water. Amends does not condone the use of serfs. Amends reserves the right to use you and your loved ones for marketing purposes after purchase of our products. Make amends. While Xander works on his clothing line of men's, we're working on Xander's soon-to-be canon alien abduction one-shot that is exclusive to our cast and crew over on our Patreon. Join us in achieving our very first Patreon stretch goal of 100 patrons with less than 20 to go and support the show, all while snagging some awesome exclusive bonus goodies. Head on over to patreon.com slash castparty to become an official part of our cast and crew. You'll receive access to hours upon hours of hilarious exclusive bonus content, access to our community discord where we host live listening parties and community run games, as well as entry into our merch giveaway that we do for every cast party episode. Speaking of, this episode's merch giveaway winner is... Danny! Brand new anniversary merch is still up in our store over at cast-party.myshopify.com. What are you waiting for? Go grab it. It's amazing. And um, we might have to get started on an entire amends line. Hmm. What you think, Xander?
Thank you all so, so much again for listening. Enjoy the episode, cast and crew. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cast Party. My name is Colin McManus, and I will be your director for today. I'm joined by my hallucinating cast and crew, Ryan McManus. Hi, Sebastian Vivaldi Greensleeves, an emo at heart musician who, despite his musical talent, received poor marks on his report card in his second grade music class. Not because he wasn't good, but because he walked out of class every single day when they had everyone start playing the recorder. Too many children playing horrible renditions of hot cross buns can truly scar a boy with perfect pitch. I like that. That's cute. I like that a lot. <laughs> Anna Brisbane. Blueberry sky elven druid whose first real brush with heartbreak was from her favorite actress and icon Angelina Jolie. She used to revere Jolie for her activism and excellent acting and dreamed of working with her and begged her parents to put them in something together until Jolie announced that she had been vegan for years and had to stop because it, quote, nearly killed her because she, quote, wasn't getting enough nutrition. And Blueberry has never felt so betrayed and is convinced <laughs> that with more research and a good nutritionist, Jolie could go back to being vegan and become her best friend. <laughs> wow. Is this like a real life Angelina Jolie thing or did you? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> we have Nigel Deacon. Hey, hey, Xander Gucci Supreme, who actually has a much longer name than anyone in the party knows. Gucci was actually a very convenient acronym for his family-based middle names. So what? his full name is actually Alexander Gunderson Underwood Costello Cedric Inca Shellstrop. No. Good God. Did you send me your full name and this you're just redacting that right now? <laughs> oh, no, you didn't give me middle names. Exactly. You know Alexander Shellstrop, but no one knew that his initials are A. Gucci's. <laughs> A. Gucci's. <laughs> A Gucci's. <laughs> okay, and finally we have Vince Perito. Jet the Boulder Chambers, when he was uh, growing up, one of his favorite shows was Full House. Oh my god. Makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So one of, one of the main reasons was because it was a big family, a big loving family, you know, and he didn't have any siblings or anything, so it kind of helped him get that feeling of, of love and having a big old warm family, and that's what began the love of John Stamos. <laughs> It all comes full circle. All back to Uncle Jesse. <laughs> everywhere you look, everywhere you are. During the last episode, you began your interrogation of Faye, Duford's caregiver, who was lying to you often and was visibly uncomfortable when you brought up the name Jezebel. Going to talk to the mayor, he pointed out Jezebel Waden's entries in the book he gave you. She was taken at the age of three and returned a week later with no memory of what occurred. At 46, she went crazy, likely killed her own daughter, Trinity, during her madness, and hasn't been seen since. You connected the dots that Faye most likely is Jezebel in disguise, as Faye's left arm was wrapped up and Jezebel's was paralyzed as a child. Along with the mayor, you went to Faye to arrest her, but she was nowhere to be found. You deduce she headed to the gray skies, and you all followed the trail. Doing your best to hold your breath from a green fog, you rushed into a pirate ship filled with traps and gold. When you did need to breathe, you were all fighting off hallucinations. Sebastian had a tiny man dancing on his palm, and Xander had some small hands. You found the source of this fog was a tree filled with large orbs of this smoke. Finally, you were able to get to the second floor of the pirate ship where Faye was, along with the four kidnapped children. A large pot filled with green, viscous liquid 
and a cauldron in the center of a large five-pointed rune. She pulled a lever quickly that ignited a pile of hay underneath the cauldron, bubbling the liquid and causing a dense, liquidy smoke of the same green color to fill the room. During this encounter, Faye turned into a disgusting six-foot hag and crit twice, once on Nomura, completely killing him in one fell swoop, and next on Xander. Then she rushed away from his fiendish spirit he had just summoned. Jet was tree-bonked by the awakened tree limb of Ecrosia, and Sebastian had spiders rush out from under his hair, entangling him. But this only happened in your minds. Blueberry was able to put out the fire stopping this liquidy smoke from filling the air, as you surrounded the hag who was once Jezebel. A few more slashes and hits from the group, before Xander went for the stomach of this hag with his fancy curved dagger, but instead of the stomach, the dagger seemed to be pulling for her heart. Xander plunged the dagger into her, as she fell to the ground. Now you are all standing in this still fog-filled room. There's notes, journals, and gold on a table nearby. The five offering bowls around a cauldron filled with various items. There's a doorway leading to the back of the ship, and four cages filled with young girls who seem to be dazing in and out of consciousness. And so the scene is set. The question is... What will you do next? Did anything happen with the knife after I pull it out of her? Give me investigation. Oh yeah, blood. Twelve. You can see that the hag was bleeding, but again, there's not a ton of blood on the knife. When you look at it, if you remember correctly, this dagger had a handle, the hilt, and then a curved blade. But on the handle, just below the hilt, were three red gems. You see that one of them is now filled with blood. <gasps> yep, there it is. Ooh. Oh my god. Okay, alright, alright. I'm gonna have to talk about this later, I think, to myself, because I'm not breathing. I want to run over and, and try to start breaking open the uh, cages. Spider Blueberry is also going to try to assist in that. Jet, why don't you give me athletics with advantage because Blueberry's helping you. These are locked cages and you quickly see that it's probably faster to just try to break through the cages themselves rather than trying to mess with the lock or try to find the keys. 22. Easy. You're able to just start cracking these things open one of the girls quickly, like, moves away from you. You can see her eyes are really wide. I want to get down on a knee and just put my hand out to her to show her that I'm friendly. You can see she, like, starts moving her head really close to your hand. It's like she's looking intently at something that's on your hand, even though your hand's empty. Oh, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna slowly, like, bring my hand back and kind of lead her like it's a treat. <laughs> I'm going to back away from the cages before the end of my turn, essentially, so that I don't make them too cold. Oh, yeah. Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Jet, you're able to break all of these open. You can see one of the girls is completely unconscious. She's breathing, but completely asleep. Can I throw her over my shoulder? Yes. Not only are they young, they're also halflings. Oh, you can just carry all of them then. While I'm doing that, I'm going to look at Blueberry. And point at the table with the papers on it. I'm crawling up on the table and trying to read it with all my spider eyes. <laughs> Takes you a second to focus on it with all those crazy eyes. On the desk are a few things. You actually recognize one of these notebooks. It looks like Faye grabbed this from the nurse's office before she ran this way. There is some like kind of crude drawings of the inside of the gray skies. 
There's notes written in a language that's mostly focused around runes. And there's arrows pointing to different portions of the ship's interior. (gasps) Can I tell what sort of sections or if we've been to any of those sections? Yes. You're smart enough to know one symbol you keep on seeing is pointing to all of the different traps. All the ones we already set off. You set off (laughs) almost all of them. The other one you see in this room. The boulder. Yeah. There are other symbols, though. And I don't believe you can read this language. Can I cast message to Xander? Uh, is that your friend? Um, the big wormy dude? Yeah. Okay, I kind of figured. I just thought I'd double check. Oh, shit. He, that's a big wormy dude. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to put him over in the corner, away from everyone. And I'm going to walk over to Blueberry as well to try and look at the papers when she's done. I'll walk away and gesture at the stuff and your bag. I will put it in my bag and will read it when I can breathe. There is some gold bars and stuff on this table, Xander. Probably worth about 50 gold each. There there just happens to be four of them. Oh, perfect. (laughs) That's so convenient. I'm going to start knocking over cauldrons and stuff and spilling the things. Uh, watching Spider Blueberry, I'm going to go knock over the plates filled with blood, too, just to be safe. With one hand. I'm sorry. My other hand is flat up at about shoulder level. Yes, because there is a, <laughs> a merry <laughs> tiny pirate, pirate man. man doing a little jig still. What was his name? Oh, yeah. What was his name? Uh, I would like to cast message to my pirate friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. What's your name if I'm going to be carrying you around like this? I want to make sure you're safe. Captain Scruffles. Okay, nice to meet you, Captain Scruffles. Uh, I'm Sebastian. I'll be your pilot for the evening. Um, Take me to my quarters. On it. There's a door next to the stairs. The stairs, you would figure, go to the deck. Oh, I didn't notice the door, so I'm crawling on the boulder and trying to trigger it and ride it down into whatever wall is beyond to try to crash it open. Oh, God. You trigger the boulder, and it swings, and it basically goes up this staircase, this small staircase, and it smacks the door. And Blueberry, you can see out to the world now. Jet, are you starting to bring the girls out onto the deck? Yeah, I just want to get them outside, out of this room. One of the girls is crawling while you throw the other one over your shoulder, and the others are, again, they're really dazed. You can easily just pick them up, take them out. Are any of them looking rough or anything? Like, do they look healthy? They look like they're mechanically at full health. Okay. I'm going to take a big breath outside on the deck and come back inside, and I want to start, like, rifling through a hag's pocket to see if she's got anything else on her. It looks like she doesn't. It looks like anything she had was in this room. Doesn't look like she carried much with her. All right, then I go back outside again. I would like to do the same, go out, take a big deep breath after I get all the girls out go back in and I would like to just take an empty uh, I have an empty bottle on me right you'd have vials of some sort I I mean I have that bottle of the fares res I want to empty that out pour it out and then I want to take just like a sample of the fluid that she was storing that I spilled yes I just want to like take some off the ground just enough to like have in the jar close that up airtight and throw that in my bag I'll uh run outside to get some air and then join Sebastian as he goes for the door. Yeah, just chilling outside, if possible. 
kind of looking at my guy in my hand and then looking at my other hand because it's so tiny. The little man is yelling me to go to the captain's Captain's quarters. So I'll take a deep breath and give everyone a little pointer finger as I run back in. If whoever's outside, I'll be right back. So Sebastian, you go down and you pop open the door to the captain's quarters. I'll wave Xander in with me. The captain's quarters has been turned into a small bedroom. There are reclaimed little girls toys here, clothing on a line, a small wagon being pulled by a small wooden horse. There's a small set of stools with a table that currently has a tea set on it, a small child-sized bed, and a desk filled with damaged children's books. Captain Scruffles is like, this place isn't good. No, 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 this isn't fit for me. I'll cast message back at him and just say, is there anything in here that I should be looking for? Anything you left behind? It's all gone. He just continues doing like a solemn jig. He's a little upset, but he has not stopped dancing this whole time. (laughs) And I just search the room for anything worthwhile. Give me investigation. I'll do the same if he's starting to scavenge through stuff. I'm going to give you help. Yeah, give him the help action. 19. It looks like this room hasn't been used. Ever. (gasps) It has been set up, but no one's ever slept in this bed. The tea set has been here for years, if not decades. All of this stuff here has been set for so long. Some of the books on the desk are rotting away just from sitting here so long and in like a somewhat damp environment. I'm going to send out with the sending stone to anyone that still has theirs. Oh, this is the most cursed energy I have seen in this place. I'm leaving. We'll run outside. <gasps> oh, that was a weird captain's quarters. It, I, that was not good. Bro, that was that's that's like haunted without anyone dying. Like that was creepy in there. It didn't really look like anything was used in there. Yeah. And I feel like that that's like even more cursed because of like the implication. You know, like it's the like there's supposed to be a kid. Yeah. But then like there is no kid and the kid was never there. That means that kid died. Well, well she was the one who killed her kid. Oh. See, cursed, bruh. We gotta just leave. Was she trying to, like, resurrect her? Or something? Oh, no. Sebastian. Yeah. Oh, no. You just cracked this case wide open, bruh. I didn't want to. (laughs) Oh, damn. And there were four plates. Four plates out of five. Damn, she was so close. We could have had zombie kid. This, oh, wait, maybe the, oh, damn. Oh, man. I'll say while while they were doing their thing down there, you were checking on the girls and kind of looking for a way down. It looks like the easiest way to bring them down or to make some sort of bridge or ladder down would be to use some of the ripped mast or use like some sort of pulley system you could create with like a rope. Is is there one of those, um, oh, what do they call them? Like those emergency boats on the side of the ship? Lifeboats. Lifeboat. With the, the pulley system? Yeah, lifeboat. We'll say yes. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to put all the kids on there. Actually, I'll go on it and take them down one by one. So you're able to get them all down. They're all coming to themselves a little bit. Okay, so this doesn't last too long then, does it? The like hallucination stuff. Sebastian, your hand's empty. No! 
Um, I'm just gonna cast away my aberration. So you you get rid of him, and you guys are all able to make it down from the gray skies. Are you headed right back to town right now with the girls? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's smart. They are easily able to walk. They follow you. One is real young, and she's immediately, as she's coming to, asking so many questions like, where are we? Who are you? What's your name? Why, why are you carrying that hammer? Why aren't you doing this? Why is there a giant spider? <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's not that far back to town. You can see that Mayor Tipplesworth is there just on the northwestern side of town with some of his guards and his dogs who they, they weren't brave enough to follow you in, but they came to at least the clearing. You've done it! You found them! Oh, come here! Come here, Clarissa! Tati! What happened? I point at Xander's bag that's got the stuff in it. I'll pull out all the things, and I'll only explain myself when asked. (laughs) (laughs) There were a few pieces of loose drawing paper which had the drawing of the inside of the gray skies. You can read this language because you can read every language, but also you know this language! This was written in Abyssal. Ooh. Oh, I do know that. She had names for the little girls and where they were placed. You can see through this drawing that there was a symbol that means Trinity in the captain's quarters. There's two books here. There's a one that looks like a diary, and there's one that looks like a runic tome. The diary's written in common. It describes how Jezebel had found the gray skies and killed the hag who turned her initially. She stayed here for years, writing every day, going crazy. She started harnessing the hallucinogenic gas coming from the tree to see if she could relive the memories she had of Trinity. She distilled it further into a stronger substance and would recount the smallest of details of her lost child. After more than a decade, she couldn't take it anymore, and she needed to get Trinity back again. She started researching resurrection, a way to recreate Trinity from a piece of herself. The day she accidentally went mad, she cut all of Trinity's hair off and kept it preserved ever since. She hypothesized the only way to bring back Trinity was to take the blood of newly menstruating girls as they had just gained the natural power to create life. She has slowly been harvesting the blood of these children and plans oh. to create Trinity once again. Oh, shit. Okay. Woof. Yo. Woof indeed. Then there is this abyssal runic tome, which again, Xander, you can read. And you can see this is her instructions for how to do this magic to bring back Trinity from a piece of herself. As you're reading it, give me Arcana. 19. You see where she was going with this. You understand what she was trying to accomplish. And you quickly discover it wasn't going to work. Even if she did have the fifth child, you can see that creating life from something that no longer has any life associated with it isn't possible. The soul has been gone. It's just hair. But what you do understand is that If she had the whole body, she could have animated it. Xander, you now know how to use the animate dead spell. Whoa! Oh, shit! Whoa! Um, okay. Oh, fuck. It's about to get weird. Yeah, it is! (laughs) Bruh. 
And that won't count against your known spells or anything, Xander. That's like a freebie, you'll always know it kind of thing. Still a spell slot to use it. Yes, still will cost a spell slot, but you now have it in your repertoire. Lit. So we have no idea that he knows this, right? No. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) The mayor's like, please, what, what occurred? Um, so here's what happened. We, uh, we went into the ship. Who is the... Faye? Faye. Faye. She was a witch. Formerly Jezebel. Jezebel killed the current Faye and became Faye to steal girls from here. And then they were stealing... They're putting girls up there. And what I... What I have surmised from here, from these here readings, is, um, that she was trying to take the blood from these little kids to make her dead daughter be alive again. And... I have determined that it didn't have it didn't have worked. Would not damn it! It would not have worked. It didn't have worked. It didn't have worked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it uh yeah no it wouldn't have worked. But um we stopped her. So she won't be stealing the children again. Nah, I mean if she could, that'd be real impressive because she she like she hella dead. All right, we normally don't do the death penalty here, but this is a special case. And he turns around, he has a big mastiff that he rode over, and he's got little saddlebags on him, and out of the saddlebags, he hands you over a big sack of gold. You rode in on a mastiff? That's so cute. And Xander, since you're the one who was telling him everything, he hands it over to you. Oh, thanks, dog. Uh, dog rider, man. (laughs) (laughs) And that is 800 gold. Whoa! God damn it! Uh, so animate dead, I can raise three bodies now because oh uh, my, my, my spell slots are fourth level, I Holy think. Holy shit. And you can choose corpse or skeleton. Yeah. The mayor is thanking you super generously. He's already sad that he has to find like, oh, a new caregiver if Faye is truly gone. But at least the town will no longer be frightened. Is there anything else I can do for you? Well, you stay in Duford. Mm, I mean, I guess, uh, I guess not. Can we sleep? How far away is Faramore from here? We should probably tell Matthias that we royally goofed. You guys are like a day total journey. Oh, that's not bad at all. Well, should we get some rest first? Yeah, we can We can hang out here for the day and then get some rest, head out in the morning. Unless we want to just get on the road and sleep on the way, make camp somewhere. All right. Yeah, we should rest up and then head out. Oh, we could stay at the, the pup, the sleeping pup. Mayor Tipplesworth puts you up in the sleeping pup in... He gets you the master suite. They have uh, a couple dogs that just walk around in the bar area. Like a cat cafe, but with dogs. Oh my god. That's so cute. That is the best. I I turned back into an elf before going there, and I'm just obsessed with the dogs and trying to pet all the dogs. (laughs) Jet also, I imagine. You're going to catch Jet laying on his back in the corner (laughs) with all the dogs just like on top of him. Jet, you see that in uh, a corner of this inn, they have it walled off with a bunch of tables on the side. It looks like one of their dogs just had a litter of puppies. Oh, oh. This is where all the tiny dogs are. It's all the puppies and then dachshunds, pugs. I'm going to turn to everybody. I'll see you guys in the morning and I'm going to run that way, (laughs) bring all my stuff there. I'm staying there for the night. (laughs) Is there anything else you want to do before heading to bed? Nah. Just eat dinner. Yeah, yeah. There's there's like food and stuff. Every meal comes with a small dog treat. <laughs> <laughs> Xander ate his. 
<laughs> While we're at dinner, can I drag Blueberry away? Hey, Blueberry. What? Blueberry. What? Um, there's a dog over here named Blueberry. What? I want to show him to you. Yeah. I follow. Okay. I'm just going to take her to a corner. No dog in sight. Is there a dog there? No, absolutely not. But there's, there's, there's no... Where is it? This is The dogs are Shh. over there. Okay, listen, listen. I just needed to talk to you about Xander. That That's all. What? I didn't know how to get you away. I'm sorry. What? Uh, I, you, you were a big old spider, but did you see him stab that, that chick? Uh, not very carefully. It was all very fast. I figured he, she was trying to kill him and he did what he does and just stabbed back. Yeah. I hope it's that. Why? Did something weird happen? Oh, uh, it, it was just very gruesome and I I wasn't sure how everyone handled it or if uh, if we should just let it slide given the circumstances. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I mean, obviously I'm not in favor of killing our enemies outright but I'm kind of comforted in the fact that at least she wasn't... She was She was clearly something completely inhuman, like not even animal, like something else entirely. Yeah. I just hope it's not getting to him. I don't, I just, I don't want him to get used to this. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand that that was definitely something he had to do. I'm just worried i don't want him to go down like some spooky path yeah maybe we need to like train in like how to non-lethally incapacitate people and things and monsters we'll figure it out i guess we can talk to him in the morning if we really want to yeah okay sorry i'm gonna go find you an actual puppy now wait is there one called blueberry uh, no, but I found this one is strawberry. What? <gasps> what kind is it? What kind is it? It is... Rhodesian Ridgeback. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? It's a very nice dog. Oh, It's so cute. So while everyone is, is playing with the dogs, I'm going to pull out the, the dagger and just kind of like stuck in the table a little bit. And I'm just kind of like fingering the top. Kind of just making circles in the air. With your one finger as you're moving the blade around. I'm just like looking at it. Oh, and I'll summon Nomura back. Nomura's definitely playing with these dogs, though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's like picking on their ears and like just flapping around and they're jumping. Don't eat any. They're playing. They're they're having a good time. Frederick's playing for sure. No. It's only a few more hours before you guys head to bed early. If you remember, the Sleeping Pup Inn was very inundated with guests. Inundated? <laughs> There were like even tents outside because so many people wanted to protect their kids by sleeping in groups for the next few hours. Now that the town is heard, all the girls are back. People are celebrating. A lot of these tents are gone by the time you even go to bed. And then you all head to bed. To bed. And you get that long rest. Yay. And when you wake up, Xander, there's something in your pocket. What? Uh, Nine. That's weird. It's a Sudoku piece. What? What? A Scrabble? Sudoku. What? How do you pull out a piece of Sudoku? Yeah, what, what, is, what, is a pe- what is a Sudoku piece? If you've not played the Sudoku, where it's like just a number. 
So think Scrabble where you put them in like certain oh. spots. Uh, interesting. Okay. okay. All right. So Xander knew that, but Nigel did not. <laughs> Xander, can we have donuts for breakfast? Oh, yeah, for sure, bro. What we got today? A single donut. Ah, <gasps> uh, damn it. So Xander. Yeah. Xander, as you put your hand into that donut bag, Sebastian, Xander's a big donut right now. <laughs> Wait! <laughs> um, <laughs> excuse what? me? Xander? Uh, what's good, bro? I think I only have one donut. You are the donut! <laughs> come, come again? You, what are you trying to say? Is that a fat joke, bro? No! Xander, you turned into a donut! What the hell? Uh, all right, can you take a picture real quick? Uh, sure. Take my camera from wherever it is. I'll rifle through his bag, grab camera, and just big old click. Uh, here you go. Face it to him. What kind of donut is he? Powdered jelly. Like a jelly-filled powdered donut. So I'm just, like, flaking everywhere. How are you going <laughs> to get through the door? <laughs> I, it, I, you... Uh, Does he have a mouth? Do I do I still have hands? <laughs> Technically, he shouldn't be able to communicate with you guys. What? Uh, I've got the sending stone. It's fine. I'm going to say you have the sending stone, but you're just a giant donut. You don't have arms or hands or facial features of any kind, and you've fallen on the <gasps> ground. Oh, But giant. Think like inner tube size. What the hell is going on, Sandy? Uh Do I still have my snapback on? I'm going to cast Dispel Magic at a third level on Xander. For each spell slot of fourth or higher on the target, make an ability check using spellcasting ability DC equals 10 plus spells level. Yeah, do that for me, Blueberry. 16. Xander's still a donut. Oh Oh my god. What the hell? I try again. Blueberry, I don't think it's working. It has to Tonight. How are we gonna carry him? He's just a donut. I tried again. Come on, oh come my on. god! No! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so it's an eight. I'll cast it at fourth level. Come on, Xander. Nineteen. It worked. <gasps> oh. oh my god! Xander, roll me a luck check. Oh, God. Also, you take one piercing damage as you're reverted to your normal form. What the fuck? What poked Why? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Also, I don't know how large this place is, but I was pretty loud in my freaking out and crying and stuff. So I don't know if I could be heard. I feel like all Jet hears downstairs is just... He's a donut! Why isn't it working? And I'm like, no, no, no! Jet will give a, 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 like, inquisitive look upstairs and just go back to the dogs. Yeah, that checks out. Uh, I got a 10 on the luck check. If you got a 1, I was going to make it so when you were averted, your hat wasn't on your head. Oh, (laughs) you dastardly devil. (laughs) So this is just a reminder. The Bag of Endless Donuts was created by the Titan 84 over on our Discord. That's scary. What a great cursed but amazing item. (laughs) Yeah. It had to happen sometime. We don't even have breakfast now. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. I don't, I don't, I... 
I don't know what happened. We can't use that anymore. I mean, okay, okay. Uh, here, here, I might still use it. Hear me out. I had to use four spell slots to get you back. But, okay, but think of how many times we've pulled donuts out of that. Like, is it a, is it a random chance or is it like, okay, here's X amount of donuts. Now you're the donut over and over again. Like, we don't know. The only way to find out is if we if we try for donuts tomorrow. It's not worth it. It's like science. Admittedly, I feel a little sticky now, but you know, it's. I feel like I mean, for donuts, it's kind of worth it. Xander, where'd all the jelly go? Yeah, Xander, you're full right now. <laughs> you don't. You don't want breakfast. <laughs> uh, you know. You know. That's a weirdly enough. I'm not that hungry, so I think I have an idea where it might be. Damn it! Oh, I might be a little sick. That's a lot of sugar. At least we have proof uh, when we show Jet, because at least I have the picture. I don't think he would have believed us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well let's let's get let's get going. Oh my god! Okay, let's get breakfast downstairs. Can we just wake up one time without some weird fucking shit going on? Only when we when we sleep in buildings. You ever notice that? Like, I mean, <laughs> oh no! Even when we were outside, there was some oh, weird then shit. We saw the Froblins. The Froblins. That creepy little girl. Oh yeah. The what? Oh, yeah, you did get assaulted by a child. We never found her, did we? No. Maybe we should just stop sleeping. I don't sleep. Is that some, like, new age, like, actor bullshit? Like the water diet? It's meditating. It's just as effective. You should try it. Uh, all right, yeah, and no, I'll try anything once. I'll, t- I'll teach you tonight. Cool, 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 cool. You guys head downstairs. Jet was woken up a lot during the night from all mm. the dogs. So Jet's probably still rather tired. Oh yeah, I'm I'm in the corner. I'm I'm uh I'm sitting down with the pomeranian in my lap, and I'm just petting Benny. The main course for breakfast here is eggs with hot dogs inside. Do you have anything else? They bring you out a bunch of home fries to go on the side. So there's home fries with peppers and onions cooked in. Okay, yeah, this is great. Thank you. And you guys, unfortunately, have to say goodbye to all the doggies as you head back to Faramore. I'll never forget you. I'm a wild shape into a dog and chase them. <laughs> into a, into another Rhodesian Ridgeback. Play with them. Xander, when we get back home, we, we should make one of these. I think that would be bomb business idea. A dog? Like, those already exist, bro. No, a dog cafe in tavern oh. bar. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's a that's a brilliant idea. This is the best place. Guys, do we have to leave these dogs? Yeah. For now. You should probably take that one out of your pocket. You can't sneak that out God of here. God damn it. <laughs> Xander. Good eye, Xander. Fuck. God damn it. Why do we have to leave them? We can visit. It's too dangerous for a little puppy out there. Yeah, we're close by, though. <sighs> you can always stop back. I know. This, this, this one just reminds me so much of Pebbles. Just look at it. He's super cute. He likes you a lot, too. <sighs> I named him Benny. Oh, That sure is a dog. <laughs> Xander, this one's sniffing your butt right now. Seems like that one likes all right, you. All right, get it. All right. All right, but, all right, okay, okay, I'm going to walk out. <laughs> I'll see you guys outside. You guys get a later start than probably you all expected to because you were taking your time with the dogs, but you continue on towards Faramore. You're very familiar with this route so far. It is getting very hot, especially as you start moving towards the south. You pass that intersection where you and Zephyr parted ways a few weeks ago. You travel for most of the day, not into the night or anything like that. 
And then we'll say about four o'clock or so, you reach Faramore. The sun is starting to set in the sky. You enter the city. You can see that Finn and Torbeck are no longer guarding the front gate of Matthias's. And you're able to walk up the winding path just fine. There's no one guarding? Well, as you reach the watchtower, Kanu comes out. <gasps> Yay. Big, tall, Goliath, bald man. He gives you a small bow. Matthias inside. He wait for you. You're back. Hi. Um, so things are good at the lighthouse? Found new owner. Oh, nice. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks. Okay, let's go. Hey, Xander, do you think Matthias will be able to tell us why you turned into a donut this morning? I hope so. Excuse me? Oh, sorry, we were too busy with the dogs. The fuck you talking about? Picture, Xander? Did you have another dream? No. No, 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 no. I this this one happened for real. Uh I reached into the donut bag this morning and pada bing bada boom, show him the picture. Your boy was jelly filled. It's a picture of a donut. <laughs> Look at that nightstand behind it. It's massive. Oh, oh. oh. This was like whole beanbag uh, chair size. Did you eat it? No, it was no, Xander. That was me. That's cannibalism. Is it? <laughs> did, did Sebastian sneak a lick? Is that is that what we're getting here? <laughs> I had to cast Dispel Magic four times for it to work for him to come back. Blueberry, as you guys are laughing confused, you see as you're looking at Jet contemplating what's happening, just behind him, a giant donut appears on the ground. <gasps> what? What? Huh? What was there before? Grass. Uh, Jet, what? turn what? around. I'm pointing at it. What the hell? And you hear a <laughs> snap as it disappears. Ah! Y- you guys see that? I saw yeah. it. Let's see what? Haunted donut. <laughs> you really what? needed to use four spells to get rid of that? Blueberries, you turn around. It is Jan Stamos. Yeah, it was clearly something a little more powerful than some measly illusion magic. Whatever you say. You, it wasn't a transformed human. You just made that appear to our eyeballs. Like, okay, fuck you, guy. He snaps and there's a donut <laughs> again. As he walks into the building, the door shuts behind him and the donut goes away. Oh, 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 I was going to eat that. That's not how magic works, you asshole. You guys are like talking so long outside of Matthias's <laughs> that Connor's still there like looking at you. Matthias, wait for you inside. We're going, we're going. Thanks, Kanu. You head inside and Matthias is there in the foyer. There are a lot of other potential students here, along with some families that seem to be about to like tour the university. Matthias, as you guys come in, welcome back, students. I have summoned your friends from his studies and he will be here shortly. Please, into my office. You can see he's kind of darting his eyes around. I am sorry I could not have falafel ready for all of you, as I was not sure exactly when you returned from your field trip. Please, this way. Ah, field trip. He gestures you into his office. Ah, yes, I know exactly what you were talking about, my professor, Dean Sir. Xander? Office. All right. So you guys walk into the office, he closes the door. Oh, I hate having to put on a happy face for the newcomers. I trust all went smoothly in Valorith? 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, his hands are on his it's, face. It, it's not as bad as you think. Hold on, hold on. Let, let, let us explain. It's kind of as bad as you think. We started a revolution. It's, it's guys, shut up. We started a revolution, and the queen is gone. Xander. The queen uh, is gone. Uh-huh. It's dead, um, actually. It's dead. Kinda, it, it, no, it's she's Actually, kinda, the queen and king were killed and then the new queen the princess is on the run and um someone from the magistrate is impersonating uh, her right now um, and the prince was kidnapped fuck uh no yeah um okay yeah yeah we're we're kind of we we fucked up a little let me get this straight and he starts asking some clarifying questions wanted to break it to him easy and i'll dap him up gotta show him the dap he's all flustered how could this be why are they seeking power now? Through lies and deceit. And Ermina dead. Yeah. Your guess is as good as ours. Don't understand how this could happen. Oh, we have to prepare the university. Yeah, they're going to be coming for you. Yeah. You know, you should probably, like, expel anyone who's, like, obsessed with illusion magic. Because it's clearly, like, a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> illusion magic is very powerful in the right hands. Yeah, for evil. Does illusion magic red flag emojis? And here's the thing. If you're doing like powerful magic, uh, that's an act of war now. So yeah, I'm on Blueberry's side. If they are to show their force in Faramore, King Tarquin is more interested in the moon gods than protecting magic and he will not back us. If the magistrate were to force their ideals onto the university, the students here are pathetic. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's true. They only want the basic life-improving magic. They are in no shape to fight a war against the magistrate. And they don't deserve to be slaughtered like that. And I would not put them through that. But the magistrate will surely be here soon. They already don't like what we are doing here and that we're going out of our way to teach magic. They will shut down the university if we do not change something. What is it would we have to change? All right. I promised you I would teach your friend. I can keep him safe here as long as the university stands. I think I should be able to deal with the magistrate if I can convince them I don't care about the students. Fuck them kids. I, I, I know it sounds dumb, but if I can convince them I don't care about teaching students magic, but rather I'm just in it for the money. I may be able to convince them that I can convert this university into a normal university, no magic taught. Then I can keep teaching Maynard, Finn, Torbeck, Claudia, Alexor, and all of you down in the basement. So you're saying it wouldn't be that much of a loss for all the normal students because they're not doing anything meaningful anyway? Yeah, I mean, they're just here to like have sex with each other and <laughs> learn enough and get the piece of paper at the end and then they party and then they don't remember what happened the night before. Everybody eating falafel and getting drunk. I'm in. It's nice to know it's <laughs> universal. <laughs> so, yes, we'll definitely lose students, but we might actually get more students if we're just a normal university. So the problem is we don't know what the magistrate plans on doing next. We are in no shape to fight them and no shape to infiltrate anywhere where we may find that knowledge. The best course of action may be to figure out where exactly the magistrate came from. Anything about their history which may tell us something about their plans. We don't know a lot about them. We don't know that? How long have they been a presence? Between 70 to 90 years. Oh my god. 
You don't know who, like, the founder was or anything? I mean, there are stories, but it doesn't seem to add up. They may have faked their history. Is there a way we could, like, expose them for being liars? Like, how, for instance, right now they are using magic to impersonate the current queen and try to run things that could create, like, a distrust so that the general public doesn't back them? The only problem is we just, we don't have someone we can go to with that knowledge yet. We don't know where they're going next. Tarquin doesn't care enough to back magic in any regard. If he can do as he pleases and pray to his gods and goddesses, then he doesn't have to worry if the magistrate are here at all. So Faramore is kind of out of the question on help? I have tried with Tarquin for so long, I couldn't even get him to send any forces down into the Underdark. My god, speaking of, there's still some, like, halfling families down in the Underdark, like, being kidnapped, and I feel really bad about that. I know. Tarquin did not care. He simply closed off the tunnels, so no more people could be taken. But what about those families stuck in there? What can we do for them? It's your choice. Sounds like we need another revolution. Oh my god, how many revolutions are we gonna start? He's trying to get to two hands. That's why they call him old Sebastian... Two hands, v- two Vivaldi. Two hands, two Vivaldi hands. Green, green hand sleeves. Two green sleeves with hands. <laughs> That's why they call them old two sleeves. That's what they call me. How did we get here? All right, everybody, let's take five. It's a new year, and it's time to make some new memories with friends. And what better way than planning a game night? That is our go-to whenever we have a little cast party get-together. And let me tell you, Pay the Price is the perfect new party game to make some absolutely ridiculous memories with that we've just added to our list. The rules of the game are simple. Players take turns answering trivia questions. Get a question right, keep the card. Answer wrong, and pull a consequence card. If you complete the hilarious and ridiculous dare on the consequence card, you keep it. The player with the most cards at the end wins. And the best part is, you don't have to be good at trivia to win. Brains and bravery are equally important. Trivia covers all things from pop culture to history to just general knowledge. And the consequences are insane and range from silly to just pure nonsense. Like dancing with no music, talking without letting your lips touch, letting the group scroll through your phone's photos, and so, so much more. It is an absolutely hilarious time that you won't soon forget. So head on over to paytheprice.com to snag your copy of the game. Be sure to use our promo code PARTY at checkout to get 20% off your purchase. That's paytheprice.com and enter code P-A-R-T-Y at checkout so you can receive 20% off. Enjoy a hilarious game night with friends, cast and crew. Quiet on set! We're rolling in three, two, one, action! If you have any suggestions as to what you'd like to do, I'm more than happy to hear it. So our options are like, try to get through to Tarquin, side quest entirely, try to help in the Underdark, investigate where the Magistrate came from, slash their plans. Yeah, origin story. Because if we get get their origin story, I guess that can kind of tell us why they came about to begin with, and then... It might give us their motive. Yeah, every business has a plan, you know. 
I mean, Desideria's, she was an elf. So if she was an elf, like, she definitely could have been behind it all from the beginning. Like, elves live really long here, right? She could have been, like, the founder for all we know. Like, <sighs> I don't know. Uh, So we got, like, we're supposed to be back in Pastel in, like, five days, right? If we want to catch the ship, yeah. All right. So I figure we could probably be fucking boss and do like two of these things. Like if we if we if we get our timing down correct, we could probably go save the halflings from the underdark, then come back and we're not great at convincing people. I'll be honest, I feel like I'm pretty <laughs> abrasive. So why don't we do some like history research? I'm pretty good at studying. I'm not. If if we want to go about that, do we want to do history first and then we can come back here give matthias our findings and then after that we're right here we could pop back down and see what happens in the underdark i was thinking do it the other way where we go and take care of the the halflings get them out of there and then perhaps matthias or some of his students or canoe can like do a little bit of research to get us started on that history true true or at least where we need to go yeah exactly i think I already have that taken care of. Oh. Oh, all right. We don't know exactly where the Magistrate resides or comes from other than Elvarath. But I believe our only option in that regard may be Windermere. It is an old knowledge center, a tower deep in the mountains, thousands of years old. The wardens there used to hold the largest bank of knowledge in all of Fendrea. Used to? It was... Destroyed about a century ago. Roros, a god of fire and change, came down upon the tower and killed everyone around it, as well as in it, burning everything to the ground. Tight. Many people have visited since, but there is said to be no knowledge left to find. I have always wanted to go myself, but if anyone can find any remnants of what happened there, it would be you four. Alright, so how far away from here is that? Is that like... He takes out a map of Fendrea by boat few hours. I mean, that that's not too far. Do you have a boat? <laughs> well, I don't. Is, is there one that we can rent nearby? Newport has tons of boats. If you want to leave, you should leave as soon as you can. Again, Windermere is just westward. It's across the Spearhead Gulf. You can walk it if you want, but finding travel across the gulf might be easiest. Not many people go up that way since Berndarium was abandoned, but with enough coin, you can persuade a small ship to take you that way, I'm sure. However you decide to get there, just get to the tip of the spear, off the western coast, avoid the entrance to Berndarium if you can, and follow the path where the North Crown Mountains meet the Ashen Bluffs to the west. Follow the path as high as it goes, and you should be able to make it to Windermere with minimal stops. Are there any landmarks that we'll see to let us know where we are? This pathway leads between two sets of mountains. Stay between the two. You should be fine. All right. I say we go up that way then. And at that point, there's a knock on the door. Kingsley enters. You guys made it. There he is. Oh man, I can't wait to show you what I can do. Oh my gosh. Xander, you look down, and he grabs a coin out of your pocket with mage hand. Oh shit, look at you. He got a he got a ghost hand. Can I have that back? 
good sir? Try and take it from me. <laughs> uh, okay. So he puts both of his hands together, and then he opens both hands again. And now there's a coin in each hand. <gasps> Try and take it from me. Whoa. Uh, okay. Well, Kingsley, he summoned a star demon earlier. I don't know if you want to you do this. <laughs> he summons another <laughs> demon to steal the coin. <laughs> I have a D20 in one of my hands. So this is my left hand and this is my right hand. So just tell me which one you try to grab from. Okay. I got 10 gold on left. I'm going to go for the, the left. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You grab that and then he just dispels the other coin that he had created on his hand. Regardless, I'm proud of you, bud, even though you tried to steal a dollar from me. Maynard is doing well here so far. He needs more training, of course, but he's showing incredible prowess in just the last few days. We will have him up and running in no time. Uh does do does he need like anything to help aid with it? Would this help? And I'll bring out the diary with the animate dead in it. Oh, what are you doing? Where did you get that? Well, from a witch that I killed by accident. It wasn't me. It was the knife. Why do you mean it was the knife? It was the knife? It was the... Are you saying knives kill people? People don't kill people? (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Like, (laughs) all right, everyone... I know that normally I would say no to that question, but in this case, yes, I can explain it later. Anyway, is this helpful to him? He's not ready for that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ready for what? What, her diary? Did you not tell them? What? I mean, like, at best, I I have, like, a, a working knowledge of how to reanimate a corpse. What? I don't know how to... What do you mean by that? Well, that's what the book said. I read the book. I learned from the book. That sounds a little fucked up. Well, yeah, but like, it, it doesn't have to be like an actual corpse. It could be like bones. Reanimate? Like you could just bring it back to life and they're here, ready to go? Just the same person? I mean, like the details are kind of fuzzy, but I don't think like it wouldn't be like bringing someone back to life. It's more like, it's like more like puppeting. <gasps> but you're not going to do it, right? I don't know if I can do it. I just know how to do it. Okay, but, like, you're not gonna try. I don't think so. But I also didn't try to summon that star demon. That was an accident? As you say that, Xander, you look over, and Kingsley's looks like he's got a puppet in his hand that he's making dance. Hey, look at Kingsley over there. He's he's breaking the awkwardness. Yeah, listen, I'm doing great. I can already handle myself. Do you want me to come with you guys? Yeah. No. Mm. No, seriously, Xander, try and hit me. He stands there for a second. He kind of jerks back and forth, and now there are two Kingsleys. Ah, Dang. Boy. Yo, very cool, very cool. I can do the same thing. Try and hit me. Try and hit me. Don't use the knife, Sander. <laughs> no, no, no. I see. I'll just I'll cast mirror image, and then there's four of them. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then each of us will just go out and try to slap Kingsley's hands. Give me an unarmed strike with disadvantage. What? But there's four of me, and there's only two of him. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is not mirror image. Oh, whoa. Twelve. Xander! Hey, it was just a little slap. How'd you do that? It's negative one damage, bro. You feel better after I hit you. (laughs) (laughs) Fine, I'll, I'll stay here. I'll keep learning. You, like, look at his fist, and it is bruised and red. Oh. Uh... I swear I didn't hit him that hard. <laughs> got him, and he gets rid of the illusion. Oh, uh-huh, my God, got. that's so fucked up. <laughs> Good one, Kingsley. Damn. 
You got me, bro. You got me. All right. I got to get back to studying, I guess. Yeah, we kind of got to get ready for bed soon. Oh, yeah. If we want to get on the road early. Okay. Yeah, you're going to stay here? I imagine so. I learned how to make food here. Attaboy. Is that magic or is that like... Is it edible? Do you accidentally turn into the food if you do it wrong? Xander. No. I didn't do anything. Oh, Matthias, can you look at our, our, our donut bag? What? I'll present him with the donut bag. Why am I looking at this? Well, every day it could magically produce some donuts, but today Xander reached into it and then he physically transformed into a donut. See, they, they keep saying this, but then like they show me a picture of this really big donut. I still don't know if it's actually Xander because a big donut popped up earlier and then it disappeared. So I think there's just a ghost donut. Why, why would we lie to you, Jet, this time? Oh, no, it's cursed. It's cursed. All right. We can't use this anymore. I'm going to keep using it for science. No. Can you change it to falafel? I think I got to find a new bag. Did you look at the whole bag? Is there like a dial, a switch or something? Maybe. So like, you know how paper bags, when they're folded up, the bottom part has to flip to one side or to the other? Oh, yeah. Maybe if I flip it to the other side, we can try it tomorrow. We'll try it in the morning. Put it in reverse. Switch it to Wumbo. (laughs) (laughs) Matthias, can you figure out how this curse works? Like if he, when he turns into a donut, is it? forever until I cast a spell magic like four times that it finally works? Or like, is it going to wear off? Is there an easier way to fix it? Because he's going to be stupid and keep doing it. Hey, did you kick him? No. no. Try that. Get jelly all over my converse. Jelly? He was jelly filled. Oh, I had so much jelly in me. I don't know. It's probably a true polymorph spell. What is that? Oh, it just changes him into a donut forever. Forever? Okay, that is not acceptable. How do you change him back? If you got rid of him that easily, it probably is not forever. I had to use my strongest spells. Well, what else did you try? Nothing. Just to spell magic. Oh, then maybe you didn't need to use your strongest spells. What? All right, so we'll just keep trying it, and then we'll try different things to turn me back. Oh, my God. Is this really worth a donut? Hey, we're going to sleep anyway. We can try it in the morning. Do you have memories from being a donut? Do you remember what that was like? <laughs> like turning into a chrysalis. <laughs> it's just like you're floating through space, but it's all jelly. Ew. Yeah, that's accurate. That's that's Ew. exactly it. Eternally floating through jelly. I love that. But then you can't breathe. You don't need to breathe in your mind. Whoa. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Do you have any more questions? Yeah. So when the, this last little tiff that we had with a witch sort of thing, she had these like drugs. I'm going to pull the container out and just hand it to him. Do you, do you know what this is? Is it poisonous? Dangerous? I don't know. Maybe it made us see things. You can see he slowly pops open the cap and wafts a little bit of the smoke to his nose. Where did you find this? Pirate ship. It was produced by a tree, I think. That makes sense. This is not from our plane. Oh? oh. What are you... It's not Fendrea. Most likely the Feywild. Oh, wow. The what now? Fey was kind of wild. Fey are always kind of wild. What? More of the lady? What? More more Feys? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's lots of Feys. That's horrible. Oh, my God. 
You guys met some face? Just a single. Oh. Yeah, we should probably get going. <laughs> Best be on your way. You guys head back to the dorms, right? You wanted to sleep for the night before trying to find a boat to take you up the spearhead? Yeah. yeah. You go to sleep. Xander, there's something in your pocket. Long rest. Hold on. I got to heal my one point of damage. Six. Your hand goes into the pocket and you immediately start feeling kind of a weird texture. Oh, no. It feels like there was a spider that made a web in your pocket and it bites you. <gasps> what the fuck? You take 13 piercing damage. Oh, what the God. fuck? Holy shit. <laughs> you are poisoned for one hour and the spider immediately scurries out and it casts web all around your room. What the fuck? <laughs> Bro, I'm going back to bed. Thank God, we have dorms now. <laughs> <laughs> Can I shoot at the spider? Is it still visible or did it scurry away? Uh, it is scurrying away. I'll let you have an attack of opportunity. All right. Eldritch Blast, baby. 22. Jesus. That's going to hit a spider. All right. You don't need to do damage. It's dead. It is vaporized. Yeah, fucking take that, you arachna bitch. Jesus. What was that? I got attacked by a spider. Just one normal morning, please. <laughs> and you blasted it? I'll run into Xander's room. I fucking hurt, dog. I'm. <clears throat> I feel kind of not good. What? Let me see. Let me see. I'll show him the spider bite on my hand. I'll grab it. I'm going to cast Lesser Restoration. Oh, shit. Curing the poison. And as I'm like rubbing his hand, checking it out, I will use uh, 13 points of uh, land hands. Yo. Also, Jet, you're stepping in just a bunch of webs. Ew. Oh, God. Xander, what did you do in here? It, w it was the spider, dude. Do we I don't... have to have a talk, man? Like, I, I'll, I'll close the door a little bit. You want to talk about anything? I'm, it was the spider. You okay? I reached into my pocket, and there was a spider in there, and it... Uh, thanks you for healing me. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm glad I could help, but, you know, if you if you ever want to talk about anything, man, you can you can come to me, okay? I, like, I'll take you up on that any other time. I just... All right, I'm leaving. I'm going home. Going home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I continue this journey solo. This is now the Xander <laughs> only cast party experience. <laughs> Are you headed straight to the docks? Yes. Breakfast. Donut. Donuts. I got two donuts. We can split them in half. Well, while we're while we're traveling through, do you guys want to stop at a shop or anything? Do, does anyone need anything? We've accrued some money. What, what do you guys think about buying some new equipment, maybe? Or some supplies? I wouldn't be opposed, I guess, if we wanted to do some shopping super quick. If they're open. If we're going to be right there. Oh, we can, we, can, we can get falafel after. It's like a little, little shopping day. Yeah. I don't really need anything. Yeah, I don't particularly know what I would need, but... I mean, we could change our appearance again. Since the wedding. Oh. That might be a good idea. Yeah. Can we just revert back? I miss my hair. <laughs> yeah, everyone going back. I'm cool with that. Let's go to the hair place. Okay, yeah, you go back to the hair place. Cost choppers. She does your hair and colors and faces and stuff all nice. And everyone's going to just get rid of three gold. But I'm keeping my hair at the, like, bob level. Like the short but still curly, uh, wavy, tealish hair. Is there anything else you wanted to get? 
I know, Jet, you mentioned you might want to get something. Some supplies or something, yeah, like maybe some more potions or, or something of that nature, or if there's any equipment. I, I still have one pep in your step. I don't really get hit a lot. I just leave that up to you, Jet. Oh, thanks. Do you want this? I don't have one. Take this one. Well, I could just go buy one. Potions here. Get your potions here. How convenient. Oh, see, look at that. I'm walking. I'm walking here. I'm walking. I'm walking here. They're on sale. 49 gold. 49 How much? gold. They're on sale. 49 gold. 49? <laughs> <laughs> Here's 29 right here. 49. Yeah, I got 29 right here for you. Put it on the table and I'll reach for the potion. He grabs it real quick. He grabs an empty vial and he pours half of a potion into it. <laughs> I will put one more gold on the table and slide it to him. <laughs> he goes one drop from the from the other one into it. <laughs> 19 more of those drops in here, I'd say. Fine. Fuck. You're bartering. Essentially moved it from one vial to a different vial. <laughs> Fresh vial. Yeah, that's what you got with your barter. You got the cleanest vial he had. Yeah, okay, all right. That's better, at least. What What other kind of potions you got? Regular. Regular. Oh, no diet potions. <laughs> I got the, uh, the super pep in your step. Oh. Ooh, what's that? So they're greater healing potions. How much are those? 99 gold, right? Oh, no, 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 sale. Sale, 98 gold. Get your super pep in yourself. 98 gold. Okay, I'll take one. You want that in a new vial or old, crusty vial? A new one. <laughs> Why do you even have that option? <laughs> Does anyone really pick the crusty vial? It looks slightly different. The normal ones are just like red. This one looks like it's carbonated almost. Whoa. Mm. Ooh. Fizzy pep in your step. Yeah, the sparkling pep in your step. <laughs> sparkling. <laughs> you make your way through Faramore and towards the docks. As you reach Newport, you can see that there are many of these larger docks that have trade ships on them. But two of the main docks currently have large magistrate ships. Let's sink them. Red sails with the eye you are all too familiar with. There are soldiers here being lined up on the stone surface just off the docks and are waiting for instruction. You can see there is one man walking around directing the soldiers. He's followed by these two knights in full plate mail. Commodore Fulton. Oh, God damn it! He is directing the soldiers to stay in line. He is walking back and forth, talking with them. No funny business. I will have a simple walk to the castle to speak with the king. Further instructions will be given when I return. I repeat, no funny business. Hey, Sebastian, go tell him a joke. I can't do that. We literally just turned back into the looks that we were when he saw us for the first time. Why did we switch? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are on like the easternmost side of the docks. They kind of go southwest and then west. And you know the smaller docks are off to the west. What are you guys trying to do? Smaller docks and avoid the magistrate as much as we can. It's the best way to go. It's relatively easier for you to get out of the dock area. So you kind of cut back through the city a little bit and then show up to these smaller docks. And you're able to make your way away from the magistrate. 
And as you get over here, many of the fishermen are gathered up and eyeing the magistrate from a distance, looking concerned. As you're walking, you find a couple fishing vessels. One seems to be a very large fishing vessel. It seems to have just returned from a catch. There are tons of humans here currently unloading fish in boxes and barrels. You see two more of these smaller vessels. One currently has a bunch of soldiers on it, but there is a large rip in the main sail. They are gathered on the deck of the ship and seem to be talking and gesturing towards the sail. And finally, there is the smallest ship that currently has an older human man, maybe 50s or 60s. He is smoking a cigar and looking out onto the ocean. Let's talk to the old man. Okay. We'll head over. Are you just jumping on the boat? We'll call to him first. He takes a big drag of that cigar, flicks some ash off to sea, walks over. Can I do you for? Uh, any chance you might be sailing north? North is land. Northeast? West. Yup, northwest. Spearhead. Yeah, spearhead. No. You know it goes to spearhead. Could we bribe you financially to bring us up there? <laughs> mm, that's curious. Listen, it's just me, my two daughters, and my son. Son's sick right now. Can't sail the boat. Can't afford the medication right now. So if you could pay for us, I'll take you anywhere you want to go. <gasps> How much is the medication? Ten gold. You guys don't have free healthcare for all here? Oh, damn. Uh, shit, dog. We'll, we'll give you 50. Maybe maybe Jack can can you help? Yeah, do you, do you think I could take a look at him, if you don't mind? Please, come on board. Before we start giving money to Big Pharma, we might as well have Jack try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys go downstairs. Again, this is a pretty small fishing vessel. There's really tight quarters. There's a few beds here that are more like bunk beds. These are currently empty. And then he takes you to the master bedroom. You open up. There is a bed. There are two chairs that currently have two younger-ish women sitting in them. And then there is a younger human man looking real rough. And he's laying in the bed. This is Maxil. Max is ill? No. Maxil is his name, Maxil. He's maximum illness right now. Well, you should have named him Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> that was his name before he got sick. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> now we just call him Maxil. Is this a chronic thing or a new illness? New. No. Must have been something he ate or somebody cursed him or C's just not liking him. Where, where'd you guys come from? Veil of the Mist. That sounds like somewhere you'd get cursed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna druid craft some leaves into my hand, some herbs, and then druid craft them to be crushed and kind of rub them together in my hands and like sprinkle them into an empty vial and hand it to him, casting lesser restoration. Slowly, his hands are shaken. <gasps> Maxwell, my boy, you're back. <gasps> you're good? Oh, all right. Well, that was easy. I'll say. <laughs> so, like, you could just do that, and they were trying to charge me 10 gold? Yeah. Did that cost you 10 gold to make? No, I just needed to whisper some words and, you know, make some hand gestures. Shit is ridiculous. Yeah. These two people just want money, don't they? Yeah, the pharmaceutical industry is really messed up. Exactly. You'd think people's health would come before profits. 
Yeah. <laughs> American healthcare. <laughs> In case it wasn't subtle enough. <laughs> so I got a question. I don't mean to budge because I'll do it for free. But if you do want to send us a little tip for taking up that way, we are on a hard times right now. Well, so here, here's my here's my offer. We'll give you 50 gold if you take us up there and wait for us to come back and like give us a ride back here. Shouldn't be up there for more than a day. You just got to tell me something first. Are you docking at Berndarium? No. I don't think so. I think we're supposed to avoid there. Yeah, Matthias said that's a no-no. Okay, then I'll take you. What's so bad about that place? Probably nothing. There have been some stories, and nobody wants to go near it anymore. Old city abandoned for many years. Um, cool. Well, we're ready to go as soon as you are, so, uh... Hoist the... Mast. Hoist the anchor. <laughs> Everybody to the sails. Oh my god. See it, Captain. <laughs> he pulls out his hat. I'm flipping the pirate hat on and we're running up this deck. Xander, port side, blueberry, crow's nest, but don't actually be a crow. Jet, I need you on the wheel. We should maybe let the captain take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> he like looks up as he's already lighting another cigar. I don't, I, we didn't get your name. Hi, I'm Sebastian. Maxwell the first. Maxwell the first. <laughs> Thank you for letting us use your boat. You guys head up the Spearhead Gulf to the point of the Spearhead. On the way, Maxwell tells you guys a little bit about Berndarium, that it was a gnomish city that is built into a mountain, and they abandoned it not too long ago. The magistrate were the reason they abandoned it. The magistrate were unhappy with them trying to create life through mechanical means. All of the gnomes there, they created these huge ships and barges, and they all left to find a new place to settle. Now, they didn't find a new place to settle. They found that they had everything they needed right on the water. So they tied all of the boats and barges together, and now they live on a floating city in the ocean. That's dope. But people don't like to go to Berndarium because they say that some of the life that was once created down there is still living. Bum, bum, bum. Abandoned mechanical giants. Oh. You head further up the Spearhead Gulf, and you are headed for the point of it. You can see that many years ago, there was a dock at the tip, but it has dilapidated and most of it has fallen into the gulf itself. Maxwell and Maxwell and the two daughters, they set anchor a couple dozen yards from the coast and they have a small rowboat they give you to get to land and back. We'll stay here for 24. That's good for you. 24 hours. Yeah, we Give him 25 now, 25 gold now, 25 gold when we get back. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll handle the first 25. He gives you a big forearm grab and pulls you in close. Are you guys on your way? Yeah. This is a very noticeable path that leads between these two mountain ranges. Yeah, we head right up. Lord of the Rings music place. We're taking the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> <laughs> So the pathway you find is long. It starts at a relatively easy incline, but soon you are flanked by these mountains on both sides. They're meandering through small passages. 
Here and there, you can see broken down wheels that have been discarded off the side of the path from travelers long past whose carts broke down. It takes a few hours of travel before the air starts to get rather thin. The wind is rushing through the mountains and makes you all quite chilly, even though it is the beginning of summer. And you come to a point in the path where you can start to see it snakes up a cliff face that is almost straight up and down. So it goes upwards along one side of the cliff for a few hundred yards and twists back completely on itself. And then back and forth and back and forth up this 500 foot tall cliff. This pass would have been treacherous for those before you, especially with wheeled carts. But now it's even worse so because a large portion of the eastern side has completely been washed away by a large rock slide. It looks like you would not be able to follow the path in its current state. Dang it. Oh. It looks like if you wanted to continue up the path, it would be climbing. Does this look safe? Or do we try to find a different way? Is there a noticeable alternative? Give me perception. It's about 500 feet straight up. But because of how this pathway meanders right and left, right, left, at every like 100 foot, there's an interval where there's a flat portion. You'd climb 100 feet and then you have a place to stand where the path comes back to where you were. It's not like you have a chance of falling 500 feet. The most you would ever fall is like 100 foot. That's still a lot. Uh, I got a four. So show us that new path, please. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know what? We can do it. It's fine. We got this, boys. I cast Spider Climb. Well, if I turned into, like, a giant ape or something, maybe I could carry you guys, like, one at a time? Well, I if I do Spider Climb, I can also throw down a rope so that people could, like, use that to climb up to each path. Okay. And then no one else has to use a spell slot. Yeah. You take the endless rope. There's got to be something big enough to tie that off to, right? I'll hand him over the, the never-ending rope. I step right onto the wall and just walk right up. God damn it. I want to do that. How long does that last, though? An hour, I think. Okay, all right. I will try and, like, stake it into the ground with something and hold it. Who wants to go first? I will gesture to the athlete. I'm at it, big boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me do the dangerous stuff first. Okay. Whatever. I'll get hurt first, like always. Athletics with advantage. Thirteen. You're able to do this. It is weird because as you guys are getting up here, you can tell these rocks aren't always stable. Sometimes these rocks start to fall where you're standing, but you're able to get to the next landing. See? Nice and easy. Didn't get hurt once. Okay. You You should go next, Sebastian. So if you fall, I can heal you. Oh, good call. I'll grab the rope and start pulling. Athletics with advantage. Thank God. 14. I got a nat one on the first one. Woof. Easy. Sebastian's up to the next landing as well. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, Blueberry. Okay, I'll go. All right. Yeah, if you can do it. Come on. Uh, guys. <laughs> Nine probably from either Jet or Sebastian, one of them made an indent into one of these rocks and it cracked a little bit and you step on it and you lose your grip with your foot. So give me a dexterity saving throw. Ah! 13. So you are able to grab the rope. <laughs> so then just give me another athletics check with advantage. No. Okay, 14. 
and I'm heaving, and I just need, I need Marvel to, like, cast me already so that I can get one of those amazing trainers, and I would be so good at this. I've been trying for years. They hook you up. They do. Is that, like, in your future? You think you're going to be the next, like, Black Widow? I could see it. I mean, I hope so. That would be cool. I heard that maybe there's, like, other Black Widow characters in the comics that they want to start including. I think she has a sister or something. Oh, yeah. Cross your fingers for me. Yeah, but I, I'm going to start working on my Russian accent just in case. Good call. Good call. It'd be crazy if they made a movie about something like that. Yeah. And it definitely didn't already happen and we didn't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, Xander, it seems like it would be easy enough for you to walk all 500 feet with your endless rope and tie it off to the topmost portion of this. Cool, 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 cool. I'll do that. So, Jed, are you continuing on up? Yeah, I'll, I'll lead the way. Give me another athletic check with advantage. 15. Jet, with a 15, you get to 200 feet. Take a second. 300 feet. And 400 feet. No, oh, God, you're getting tired. But you are able to make all the way up to the top with Xander. Good job, bro. You made it. God damn, that was rough. Uh, guys, start warming up a little. Uh, it got a little hard at the end. Sebastian, I could use some inspiration for this one. Okay, okay, listen, listen. This rope ain't nothing. You talk so much shit no. on this rope, you're gonna fucking just uh-huh. put this rope in its place. Do you understand me? This rope, uh, this mountain. Its place on the mountain? Yeah, yeah, it ain't nothing. But I want it to be something. I want it to be a rope. And well, it's definitely a rope. Don't worry about that. Um, it's still okay. a rope. We're still on a mountain, but don't think like we're on a mountain. Okay. What is it? Think you're pulling a Twizzler up a candy mountain. Twizzler? And at the top uh, is uh, Black Widow's sister roll waiting for you. Okay. Okay. Advantage Bardic Inspiration. <laughs> All right. Blueberry. Give me that athletic check with advantage. You go first this time. I'll be down here just in case. Okay. I'm going to use advantage. 16. 200, 300, 400. You're starting to black out. You're like, okay, this is definitely licorice. This is definitely licorice. (laughs) Candy Mountain, Candy Mountain. (laughs) Jet this time is there to grab your hand and pull you all the way up. Hello, I am ready for the movie. (laughs) What? Um... We, Blueberry, that was like a month ago. We came to Vendrea. Are you okay? My sister, she needs my help. You, I thought you were an only child. What? No, I, uh, Sebastian! I'm coming! Xander, is she hiding something from us? I think she's just tired. Sebastian, give me that roll with advantage. That's a natural 20. Beautiful. He just sprints up the mountain. Sebastian, you're <laughs> able to make it all the way up to the top. So as you guys hit the top of the steep incline, there are still some peaks and sharp mountainous walls around, but the area that meanders through these mountains is quite flat. You're on this path here, and it starts to lead through two peaks, and ahead you can see utter destruction. There are dozens and dozens of tents, carts, market stalls, all completely destroyed. Many burned. 
others burned down over time or ransacked. And the floor here is littered with bones. Dead bodies from decades ago. And for today, that's a wrap. Bones, you say? No, Xander! Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. That's a lot of bones. Okay. Damn. Everything is bones. Oops, all bones. Oops, all bones. Oops, all bones. <laughs> Xander's going to have a great time. Thank you all so, so much for listening. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Bye. Do you guys have an inner monologue? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. You have to. What? Are you talking to Blueberry or? <laughs> no, like this isn't a question for you guys. <laughs> Out of like, game. Question. Real world. <laughs> then yeah. Okay. I have a, just a constant soundtrack going in my in my head all day too. Oh. Wait, do you mean like like third person, like me talking about my day and stuff like, like that? Like you can just... think of words in your own head. Yeah. I, I often think in sentences. Yeah. Yep. Like how you read? You, you read and you're, you talk in your own head? Yeah. How do you take breaths? <laughs> what? It's your body does that for you most of the time. No, but like you read, like you're going to take a breath. Like when you talk, you have to stop to take a breath. When you're reading, do you stop in your own brain to take a breath? That's what periods are for. Or commas, yeah. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Them's are all right. The one with the hat really took command of the ship. Kinda reminds me of Jeff the Milkman. Was only three when he commanded his first ship. I was 16 and he had me running all over the place listening to every word. Made me real hungry. And I probably wouldn't have survived without Ash making those flame-grilled scallops every day. War-torn Knight was Jeff's first mate. Then there was Dubwood. He was second mate. And then there was Ebab Flo, who was ninth mate. I think he was supposed to be third mate, but Jeff was only three and couldn't count past two. We had other amazing people on that ship. Jesky Fi just lived in the crow's nest. Would only come down for food. Slept up there and everything. Didn't even need a spyglass. Then there was Saint E. Love. Fastest deck mopper on the seas. He could clean the whole deck in 15 minutes, even in choppy waters. Problem was, he was good for nothing else, so Jeff made him mop over and over and over again. Cleanest decks you ever did see. Eric Five was our inventory guy. He couldn't count over five considering the hook hand and all, so we would never take on more of five of anything. We also once had this fancy guy on the ship named Lord Asselberg. He owned some big castle. We ended up taking them there, and Guy paid us only ten gold for the whole ship. But Jeff must have owed him something. New York was networking, always bringing in other ships and making deals. She could haggle with anyone. She could rob someone and make them apologize for not having more. Oh, and I couldn't possibly forget Sean de Jesus. He was allergic to the ocean. You'd never seen anyone run faster than him away from a big storm and big waves. It did get bad if he got any ocean on him, though. His sneezes would shake the whole ship. Once put a hole right through the sail. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. 
Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought-after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.